0: And try to take the Let's travel by. That first step you take is the longest ride.
1: There are entrepreneurs that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They are creating businesses that really add value to others. And so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More: Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with Chris Cooper. If you're looking for ways to develop your entrepreneurial spirit while you contribute to a better world, you'll want to stay tuned for the next hour. Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper.
2: Hi, this is uh, Chris Cooper, and welcome to today's show. Uh, This is the 14th show in this series, and the final show of this series before we um, start a new series and. 2012 in January, which will run for the, for the whole of the year, so I'm delighted to be here with you. Um, over the series, there have been many wonderful guests. We've had uh, sporting personalities, very successful entrepreneurs. Uh, last week, we had a, a war hero, and I felt that we've had some really fabulous insights from them, and I hope that uh, you've enjoyed the topics and the conversations that we've had. Now, I thought, therefore, that it would be very useful to um, cover, um, cover a summary of that uh, program, of this series, in this call today. Now, I carefully designed the series to cover a number of subjects that I felt were really critical for people taking responsibility for their own development and also uh, wishing to achieve outstanding success. Um, therefore, let's take stock today. Let's have a look at some of the wisdom so far and you know, perhaps what I'll do is share some thoughts that I've got from being present because what I realized was actually when I thought who could uh, summarize this, I realized that the only person who was present for all the shows has been myself. So I thought maybe it was about time that I was on the receiving end for a change. Therefore, on this show, I've invited a friend and colleague who in my mind, uh, a really wonderful representative of his generation to interview me. His name's Stuart Powell, he's only 30, and he set up his own successful training and development business. And He's a really exceptional speaker. I saw him speak about 18 months ago, and I was really impressed for somebody of that age to be able to come across in the way that he did, um, I think was very, very powerful. However, one experience I knew that he hadn't had was interviewing on the radio. So today, this is about to change. Um, On this show with Stuart's help, as I said, I'll share some of my reflections on the series. And what I hope is that it will fill in some of the missing pieces for anyone who's not listened to the entire series and also jog the memory for, for anyone who has. Also, later in this show, I've invited David Bassett and... David is a senior lecturer in Hospitality and Events from Leeds University. Uh, for those of you not from, from England, that's in the, the north of England, it's a, a very important university and he, um, he's joining the call to share his perspective on ongoing learning and the show because Dave contacted me and said, could I put the show on the internet site at Leeds University for students to access? And he's also now a participant on my Mastermind program, which is called the Achiever Programme. And I just thought it'd be great to um, get his reflections. So um, welcome, Dave.
3: Hello, Chris. Thank you for having me on
2: the show. Welcome. Thank you for coming along. And then also, um, as I say, Stuart is going to do the interviewing today. So um, welcome, Stuart.
4: Thank you, Chris. Welcome. Hello. Uh, How are you? I'm very well. Thank you yourself.
2: Yeah, very well indeed. Thanks very much. So welcome to the show. So I'm going to hand over to you.
4: Great. Well, uh, thank you, Chris. What an honor and privilege it is to share this journey with you and be part of your program today. So thank you for the invitation. And I know we've known each other for a little while now, but I'm still really intrigued as to what is it that made you decide to create this show in the first place?
2: Hmm. Uh, I, th- I think... There's a few different reasons. I think the first one was really just generally I wanted to help people um, and I help people to develop themselves and achieve more. And I realised I've had, a, you know, a particular journey, and on that journey I've been very fortunate with the, some of the things that I've learned and the people that I've met. And I thought that this would be a good route to sharing some of that, um, for, you know, to people who want to really authentically offer. Great products and services and make their businesses work and it's really nice to you know to hear also from people who are just using this show to to learn more, learn more about self development and you know what I would call real business I get emails from business people, students, people between work i 've had some from um, housewives who are studying and listening to this while they 're doing the ironing, and I really appreciate those so you know clearly it's it's working in um in some ways so that's really good um i also I, I suppose i'm just thinking lately i'm hoping the show might inspire some people who you know really could be more productive and make more of a difference one of the things i was thinking about this week is i, d- I don't know about you but i get really frustrated with spam mail for example yeah 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 <laughs> uh, and you know I, I, there's, there's certain parts of me I don't need to enlarge, thank you very much. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also, uh, I don't gamble, uh, apart from obviously I take calculated risks with my business. I don't need those sorts of things and I think for people mm. who send out those sorts of things and they, they don't put their name or any contact details, they don't give you an option to subscribe, they just send this stuff out. It's, it's inauthentic. I think you could be doing a lot more with yourselves, to be quite honest. And, you know, find something that really is your passion and go out and make a difference. Don't don't send rubbish to people um, because also you're endorsing things uh, that you may not necessarily understand, whether they're, you know, the real drugs or whatever, Mm. you know, be be authentic. Um, Mm. I I suppose what I've found as well is that we're starting to provide a library of great material for people to do it, you know, if you want to find out about networking, for example, there's a show, so it's almost like you can pull the recording and listen to it. Uh, if you decide that it's about actually I want to improve my marketing and my business, then you can go and the aim is that you can go and um, listen to a recording on marketing, and it actually provides almost like a library of resource that you can refer to, mm, mm. Um, which I think is good.
4: Yeah, I mean, Chris, I've, I've heard that the station have committed to run the show for, for the whole of next year. Um, I think, as you said, this is the 14th show of this series. I'm, I'm, I, are you pleased with how it's gone?
2: Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think the show had the highest number of listeners in its first month on the channel uh, that wow. the show has had. So I'm really pleased that people are listening to it so I think that's I think it's gone well so far, and'm what I would love to have is more um, more communication with people on the show, you know maybe send me more emails and that sort of thing but but it's good, but I should just also mention a, f- a few other things too in terms of deciding to do the show you know what I wanted to do was bring great people to Uh, for you to listen to people Hmm. that might might cost you a lot of money to listen to and uh, you know and authentic people who uh, have really created great financially sound businesses Uh, and I guess the other things would be being completely honest would be you know for my own personal growth this is a, a great you know my income is about mostly comes from you know corporate uh, learning and development, helping leaders develop themselves through my team programs, through my coaching and sales. But I wanted to really put Be More Achieve More on the map and, and also have the opportunity to practice as a host and, uh, and, a, and a speaker on a weekly basis. And therefore, maybe there's something in that for, for people. If, you, if there's something you're interested in, try and find an avenue that you can adopt that enables you to regularly and frequently practice what you're interested in. Mm. um so i think that's key and a final point to say is what seems to be happening is now is that this is a you know great platform now for for sponsorships and being completely authentic uh, because of a lot of people listening to the show if is interested in having you know banners and commercials on the show but they try to be absolutely authentic and maybe happy they fit with my brand then mm. you know obviously there's that opportunity too which you know i invest in this show um both financially and in terms of time and um so, you know, that's one route that um, people can gain some extra value um, from mm. it.
4: Because you, you, you mentioned about, um, obviously, this being a, a great resource for other people to, to share the learning and development that you've had and that of others. What have been, um, what have been a couple of the, the learning uh, growth edges that you've experienced as part of the show this year?
2: Well, the growth is crikey. Um, I think that's quite a big, big question, Stuart. And I think I think there's an awful lot. Personally, I think I've, I've learned some nuggets, and maybe after the break, we should talk about some of those uh, different elements mm. uh, that have uh, that have come through. Um, but I think there's an awful lot that I've got I've gained out of this. And I think one of the key things is when you're when you're running a business, it's a bit like a roller coaster. Yeah. And it's quite tough to get it right. It's a, it's a jigsaw. And, and I think to be successful, you have to either be very smart at it or you have to have some luck. Ideally, you have a bit of both. And from my experience, there's a number of kind of issues that I've experienced in my, my business life. And I think also some, any, the entrepreneurs that I speak to have experienced too. And those mm. things like... I was just going to say, tell
4: me a little bit more about those, Chris.
2: Yeah, I, I think those are things like, um, I think a business is a, there's nothing like running a business to reveal your own personal flaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a bit like putting a mirror up to yourself yeah. and, uh, uh, you know, you, if, if there are things that you are good at, um, that reflects in your business. If there are things you are not so good at, they can be your Achilles heel and I'll give you some ex- an example might be Wait. some people are very good kind of hands on so they set up a mm-hmm. business so they can do do hands on stuff and um, because they didn't like maybe working for somebody else and what they do is they set up a business and they still do lots of hands on stuff themselves and mm-hmm. then they get very very busy so they bring somebody else in but they find they can't do the hands on stuff quite as well as them and they become frustrated and they, so they do more hands on stuff and suddenly they haven't got a life um, yeah. although, <laughs> although there are other people who are you know, good managers of people or entrepreneurs, and the, you know, the good managers like to manage but don't necessarily like to do the hands-on stuff. The entrepreneurs like to think of the vision but don't like to do the management. The reality is if you're on your own, you've got to do everything. Yeah. Um, or you've got to, when you've got the income, bring in other people to help. And some other things I think are important, financial management. If you haven't got cash in your business, Stuart, then you're going to fail. So you've got to keep close to what's going on in the bottom line. Mm. So, um, and other things I think are you've got to be clear in terms of your vision and be able to make adjustments. Also in this world, being able to balance with uh, your work with a very healthy family life I think is important. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if you, have you ever felt lonely in your business, Stuart
4: yeah I have it's certainly something I can relate to chris um when when running your own business and wearing all of those hats as you've just put it um the, there's the frustrations that you can share along the way um but certainly um you know a lot of the the, the home truths you've just mentioned there, Chris, are absolutely things that I can relate to most definitely, and I think that's uh, a challenge a lot of small business owners face as well
2: yeah. Yeah I think and I think certainly at the outset suddenly the phone can stop ringing um, I think you've also got to be mindful in terms of how do you market how do you sell how do you wow your clients how do you manage relationships with customers suppliers and partners so mm. you know some of the principles in terms of the first series were based around an ebook that I wrote called how to achieve how to be more to achieve more which is available in my on well, the be more achieve more site um, but I I decided to structure the first series in line with that So anyway, we're going to go over to a commercial break now. So we'll continue after the break. Great
0: stuff. When it comes
1: to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
5: If you are looking for creative ways to improve your bottom line, tune in to Make Your Move with Alan and Brian Bolio. Their proven track record of helping businesses enhance their profitability will provide the basis for a forum about actionable items based on a business person's perspective. The program will be business talk, but with an economic context, so you'll know how to stay ahead of the game. Make Your Move is broadcast live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business.
0: This channel. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time for the Growth Strategist with Aldona Ambler. On the show, Aldona and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldona will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit, and grow your business with Aldona Ambler and the Growth Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time Right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business.
1: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business
0: Network. Leave no stone unturned. Leave your fears behind. And try to take the path less traveled by. That first step you take is the longest ride.
1: You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at BeMoreAchieveMore.com. That's info at BeMoreAchieveMore.com. Now,
2: back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper with uh, Stuart Powell and David Bassett, and... Um, Stuart is interviewing me today and summarizing the show. So over to you again, Stuart.
4: Great stuff. So thanks, Chris. Well, uh, thank you for a fascinating start to the show. Um, I'm really intrigued to, to get into um, a little bit of the learning for you from uh, from the series. I mean, I know you started off with uh, not a once but twice world champion uh, rower, Meta Block.
2: What did you learn from her? Well, I've known Meta for several years and she's she's a great person. And I think... What I learned from her was really looking at her story is she spent 13 years preparing daily for a seven or eight minute rowing race. And, you know, her, her success came from a lot of focus, a lot of planning and operation, a lot of energy and, and commitment, certainly in that through those 13 years and, and for that event. And one of the things Meta said to me outside of the show when I asked her about her purpose in life, she said, you know, it's about helping people to really be present in the moment. Mm. And I think what I took away from that show is about, you know, be the best you can be in every moment, every important moment anyway. So I remind myself, for example, when I'm working with clients or, you know, I'm on this show that I must raise my energy and always give my best for these critical moments. And if you keep giving your best, then eventually people start to notice you and you start to stand out because most people are just not aware of that. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a guest who was on the show called David Heino and David, if you get the chance to see David speak, he's a, he's, he's a wonderful, very engaging um, speaker on the subjects that he talks about. And at an event, to a group of professional speakers, he said to them, if I ever catch you warming up on an audience, I will kick your butt. LAUGHTER <laughs> Now this this is a similar principle. It's about you know get warmed up before you have to perform, and and just, you might say, well, actually, I don't have to perform that often. However, I'm talking about every, you know, if it might be a job interview, it might be a meeting. You know, how many times do you go into a meeting with somebody and they're warming up on you? You know, mm-hmm. they're they're sitting there with their head down, shoulders rounded. You know, why don't you just make the effort to be the best you can be every, in every single conversation? Whether it's talking with someone who works for you, talking to your boss, talking, being present with your your partner or your you know, your children. If you could do that, how much life would better would life be, really?
4: Mm, mm. some real home truth, there, Chris. Um... It's 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 really you know, it's really interesting to hear you, you know, speak very personally about this stuff as well now. Um I mean I I know you then did a series of shows on, you know, topics like visions and goals and life purpose as well.
2: Why are those important do you think? I think there's something that is been missing in the education system and, and it was there was certainly missing in the way that I was brought up really. I, I guess as a child, you're brought up by your family and your, by your parents, and you know the idea of having vision and goals and purpose may or may not be familiar to them. But you tend to listen to what they have to have to say and and generally do as they say. Although, um, thinking about it, my my five-year-old doesn't always do as I say. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, he was uh, we we had to pull him off the roof of my wife's car. He'd sneaked out. he was actually <laughs> standing on top of the roof in the, in the rain. Um, so, there's obviously a little bit I need to learn about parenting, good parenting. Um, but then you go on to school and you, you're generally following the advice of your teachers. You then go in, into jobs and you're generally following the advice of the company. For me, my life changed at 28 when I realized, I started, I realized the importance of vision, purpose and goals on a course I went on and every aspect of my life was just transformed when I put these things into place. Mm. And if you listen to some of the guests on the show. You know, John Regan, uh, E. Regan, a movie actor, he talked about vision, and John, you know, his, his story was that he, he went from living almost barefoot in the ruins of bombed out London in the Second World War, to getting an idea of vision through going to the cinema, and he saw these movie actors and the life that they could have, and that got him excited about the future. And it took him out of his current circumstances. And now he's achieved wonderful things in his life. He's a wonderful actor, um, painter, musician. Brian Mayne and Carol Macy came on the show and talked about goal mapping. You know, mm. Brian was a million pounds in debt at the age of 29 when his first business failed. He came from a, wow. a fairground family. And he couldn't read or write properly. And now he's got an amazing company. He's developed something called Goal Mapping. He's got 400 consultants around the world sharing that. He's written books. And Carol made my eyes water when she talked about her parents having committed suicide and how she discovered goal setting, transformed her life. This stuff really, really makes a difference. And David Heiner talked about purpose. And you know, understanding why you're here is a really important question, Stuart.
3: Mm. Uh,
2: and, and I think people who understand that question just shine and stand out, so you know when you do that, it propels you forward
4: yeah, very interesting and i I guess a lot of this also relates to people running their own business would you say
2: i absolutely because you need to have know the purpose of the business, you need vision goals uh, so these principles are very relevant to whether you're you know in a, you're in a team. Whether you have a company, uh, these principles are absolutely critical, and we're not taught how to do these generally in schools. Certainly, correct me, anybody, if you're wrong. If you're now doing that sort of thing in your school, uh, however, uh, I certainly wasn't brought up with, with with that. So, although my my son did come back, from, youngest one came. Sorry, actually my oldest one came back from nursery school in his later years with a picture that he'd done, and it stuck mm-hmm. some things on it that he wanted to have and i thought that was like creating a vision board which john talked about and i thought that was good so maybe some of this stuff is starting to permeate through
4: (laughs) wow well what a great place to start at four or five years old um you know i'm sure there's a lot of things that, that you and i are both aware of that we sometimes wish we'd known when we were that age so uh yeah it sounds like he's in a good place anyway um chris um and i know you're also keen to have um you, you were keen to have a, a show about uniqueness w- why i'm just intrigued why
2: i think i think striving to be the best version of yourself is important and i say the best version of yourself i never felt in the corporate world that i could fully be myself i was i was always trying to be something else usually what my boss wanted me to be which was <laughs> Often like him or herself, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, people say people like people like themselves. I think that if you can understand who you are and actually be yourself through your your dealings and be the best version of you, I think mm. that's more powerful. Particularly as an entrepreneur, and what Aid Enstone is a great example because you know he was a when he's speaking a purple, a purple suit, a bow tie. Uh, and he's he 's a songwriter he 's written about five hundred songs and he 's himself and that's you, you know you, his uniqueness as a brand and mm. i think i think that 's great so for I me and myself i one of the things I love business i love self development i love music and I play the guitar, and I find it quite amazing that I chose on my Be More Cheap, More side to put a video of me playing Unchained by Van Halen. (laughs) (laughs) Not something that people would expect necessarily somebody who who comes across as quite clean-cut and quite smart in a business sense is there with a a guitar playing playing Van Halen. But interestingly, I get quite a few comments from people about that. Um, I think also, I was was at a concert this week. Um, It was a band, have you heard of a band called Def Leppard? Uh, I, I have, actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody's cup of tea. Um, but it's, Def Leppard were, were on. And there was another band with them called Motley Crue. And they, they are, for anyone who's not heard, they're a Motley Crue. And they've got, <laughs> they've got quite a reputation individually. But when I sat, I sat looking at their show and... I was fascinated by it because these people were all individual brands. I suspect mm-hmm. quite a lot of the, the stories around them, some may be true, but some of them maybe have been created. They've got a, they're all unique in, in themselves. So it was like characters, almost like cartoon characters. Um, other things I felt in terms of almost like a business has, has to run, they, got, they were very innovative. Um, they had a roller coaster on the stage. The drummer Tommy Lee uh was actually went on this roller coaster on his drums and he played upside down <laughs> uh and it was very creative and not only that what he did was when he came down again he actually got somebody, they said, I'd like to take somebody from the audience on my roller coaster because it's such fun. So he he brought somebody on from the audience and they strapped them to the back of his his drum kit with a little chair, I imagine, took them round, And and the whole audience was thinking, God, I'd love to do that. Uh, That was uh, brilliant. So interestingly, from this sort of uniqueness and and these principles of business, because even if you're in rock music, some of the principles of marketing and selling and your own image and um, being a master at what you do and developing uniqueness are are important as well um so i I think uniqueness is is important and helps you stand out i was just going to say
4: uh, if there was one theme that came out of that chris it was about the more unique we are then then typically the more memorable we become and that can only be a good thing in business so
2: uh yeah because there's a lot it's not a lot of blandness out there
4: Mm, mm. I mean, interesting, you, you actually mentioned, you just talked to quite a lot about individual things, but what about teams? Tell me about some of your learnings about teams there from the series.
2: Yeah, well, I love I love teams, and sort of turning groups of people and individuals into, into teams that work really, really well, and therefore and it's, it's something I do in my business and my work. And I introduced a, a lady called Cathy Tracy, who I have had met before. And we've become friends. And Kathy had a, a world record for rowing across the Atlantic. And she did that with a team of three, four, sorry. Not only that, to be able to do that, there was a huge support team behind her. And she was a great person to chat about this because she, she they spent – Ultimately, 69 days at sea. She had 12 days herself of seasickness, which obviously caused all sorts of challenges and tensions on the boat, which had to be alleviated. But they came together and they they got this, this world record. And for me, all of these principles are relevant in teams. You have individuals, you bring them together, and therefore having a compelling vision, developing goals, developing systems, and ways to work are really important. and and what i actually did with the recording from that show i I ran um two or three weeks ago a a a program with an executive board of quite a large company and uh, i shared that recording with them as Mm pre-study interestingly we heard this week from um last week i may mention on the show it was a a charity out in new zealand who were doing the same thing with the recording wow but what um You know what the principles she talked about. She talked about the five dysfunctions of a team, which which I I, I use in my training too. About Mm. about uh, uh, about um, trust and um, building trust. About uh, conflict being fine as long as it's kind of productive. About uh, people having commitment uh, and being um, holding each other accountable or being focused on the results. And if you can bring all of that together stewart then it's amazing it's amazing the change and on my course a couple of weeks ago the energy shift from the beginning of the program to the end and the mm-hmm. communication i've had since has been phenomenal really um i don't know if you have any views on teams from your experience
4: yeah i mean i i, I think what it was certainly something i've Noticed, especially over the last few years, Chris is um, you know out of all the things you just mentioned, there trust perhaps being one of the most valuable commodities that anybody in a business can can actually uh, try to build. Um, the greater trust we have with our business partners, with our suppliers, with our customers and clients, actually the faster people tend to do business, um, and 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 the quicker things seem to be resolved. So, yeah, I mean all all accurate and you know very much uh, necessary in their own right. But I, for me personally, I'd say um, trust was uh, the, the most valuable one there anyway.
2: Perfect. And that's perfect timing, Stuart, for us to go over to our next commercial break. So, we'll be back with you again shortly.
1: From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network.
5: survive on two incomes anymore, let alone one. If you are supplementing your family's income working from home, then tune into The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio. Host Deb Vixler brings you sales tips, lead generation systems, and best business practices that guarantee direct sales success. Whether you're looking for a little extra cash or a career change, The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio, will give you proven systems that will work in your home business. The Cash Flow Show, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel.
1: Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
0: Leave no stone unturned. Leave your fears behind and try to take the Let's travel night. That first step you take is the longest drive.
1: You are tuned in to Be More Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now back to Chris Cooper.
2: Hi, this is Chris Cooper with Stuart Powell and David Bassett, and today is a summary show and I'm in the hot seat. So over to you, Stuart.
4: <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Um, everything you've talked about so far, Chris, is great. You know, there's some real nuggets in there. Um, but at the end of the day, actually making things happen is is so important. Yet so many people tend to have great thoughts but don't actually put them into action. What are your thoughts and learnings around that over the last few months?
2: Well, I, th- I think this is something that is very close to me. I, 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 de- I designed this series because I w- wanted to make sure, certainly in, in two or three of the shows, that we really got this message across about action, and I'm, I'm sure there'll be more in 2012, because you're absolutely right. If you don't get into action, nothing happens. It's okay having a great vision. It's okay having some goals. It's okay understanding your purpose, but um, unless you are acting in accordance with those, then nothing will happen or little will happen or you'll just be reacting to what's coming to you. I introduced uh, Dr. Steve Levinson uh, to the show. and We had a show ab- about uh, about really following through with your intentions and I feel very grateful to Steve because Steve's book actually had a huge impact on my life and also on my business because mm. previously when I was working in the commercial world and then when I had a business with, with partners we really held each other accountable and we really kept the pressure on, we really focused on results, we reviewed, we managed financial performance, we did all those things. When I left those and set up my own business, I actually wanted more freedom and I threw mm. away some of those, uh, those principles and those processes. I had no one to hold me accountable. And I, th- I did go and study lots of self-development and that was wonderful and I learned a lot about myself. However, I just wasn't getting the commercial results that I wanted. And I was beating myself up, to be quite honest. And I read Steve's book about following through, and what it um, helped me understand is that actually our brains are not designed to naturally follow through with our intentions. They're just not wired that way. They're, they're wired to act in the here and now, mm. and we will do anything really to wiggle out of our intentions. So you know, <laughs> uh, How often have you just, oh, will just watch the telly for a little bit, I'll just uh, read this book, I'll, I'll just do this, I'll just do that, rather than something that you're you're having to raise your energy to do and Steve helped me realize that it isn't a natural process. You have to put in place strategies against each of your objectives. So what I now have is some very clear strategies to ensure that I follow through with my intentions and those are things like having this radio show. Next year I've committed to run the show all year. I would have fought against that a few years ago because it would have impacted with my freedom to do what I wanted to do. But the mm-hmm. reality is, it means that every week I have to turn up with a great guest, with some great content, and my brand is on the line every single week. Mm-hmm. So that keeps me following through. Um, so yeah, I have, I have mentors for various things, and I have systems to ensure that I keep, um, for, you know, keep accountable. And and the other things I, I introduced was. Okay, sometimes you need to raise your courage and just be you know, maybe a big fear that you might have and you just have to overcome that. And for me, I find, I don't know about you, but I find inspirational stories and knowing about people who've got bigger challenges than me sometimes just puts my challenge into perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes imagine if I've got a big issue, I imagine myself sort of almost like floating in from outer space and looking at the whole planet and seeing it kind of all lit up and illuminated and then just uh, realizing how insignificant my challenge is <laughs> 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 um, but but nigel vardy was on the the show and nigel's not your average guy he's a he's a mountaineer he got frostbite climbing mount McKinley, and he recovered from losing his fingers toes nose you know and against all the odds wow. three years later he he continued to climb and, and, and break records. I, I think there should be a Hollywood movie about him. He's, he's amazing. And he, he really opened my eyes. And an amazing thing, I'll tell you a few weeks ago, we invited – Nigel doesn't live too far away from me. So we invited him over to our, our house for a meal. And interestingly, he, he stayed for the weekend. And he was just wonderful in – with my five-year-old, he was showing him his amputations and explaining to him what he could happen. My children just fell in love with him. He, mm. There's something about him, and, and they just fell in love with him. And it was just so inspiring. And you know, he inspires schoolchildren and various people to see, you know, the amputations in a in a different manner and talk about courage and the importance of it. Go, go, going back to that concert, actually, that I went to this week uh, about 25 years ago at. I went to a, a rock festival called Castle Donington. It was in 1986, so it is 25 years. Huh. And, and there was the drummer of Def Leppard, was a guy called Rick Allen, and Rick had recently lost his arm in a car crash. And that was the first time he'd, he'd played in the band with only one arm. He, wow. he discovered that you could get some technology to enable you to play the drums and somebody else had done it, mm. and, he, and he looked into that, and the whole band, you know, a team, supported him in doing that. And there he was. And it was a very emotional. They still talk about it today. Day when they played at this huge rock festival with Rick Allen with one arm, and 25 years later, he's still there playing. And I imagine the energy it takes to, you know, hit those drums with only one arm. Yeah. And how you know unbalanced he must feel like that, and you know, just wow. You know, people like that who get on and do things just you know put the rest of us who you know are, are able-bodied into into real perspective and they are able-bodied but i just find that hugely inspirational when people do that sort of thing and i suppose uh the other thing as well would be to mention was um we had Milos stankovic on the last show and he talked about resilience mm. and you know that's really about just keeping on going when things are tough and he had a huge dip he he Went from being awarded by an MBE from the Queen for his services in Bosnia to then uh, being accused falsely of spying and taking ten years to clear his name. And you know, he left us with the principle of never, never, never give in.
4: Mm, mm. So. Wow, Chris! I mean, you've met some—you've met some amazing people. You've had some some great guests there on the show, as you put it earlier. Um, you've also had some very successful entrepreneurs on the show as well. What, what did you learn from them?
2: So keep, we had had people like uh, Judy Piatkas, uh, Judy founded Piacus Publishing and grew that into a worldwide publishing brand over, I think, 25, 30 years, 25 years, I think. I've got several of my books, on uh, books that she published, her company published that I really love, people like Seth Godin and T. Harbecker. And, you know, to me, she she talked about some of the the principles of, of developing a business about having a you know, clear vision we've mentioned about the financial side and how to get about managing what she calls speed capital about fine tuning your offer, building your team, making tough decisions. She shared a principle in that show. I have to say, if I if I have one regret from the series, it was that I didn't ask Judy, you know, questions about herself and how she'd achieve what she'd achieve, because I think there's a wonderful story there. So I'm hoping to get her back in the future. Other ones, um, Dr. Ivan Meisner and Andy Lopato have talked about networking. Um, I, Ivan and set up and founded the world's biggest networking organization, Business Networking International. It's like six and a half thousand meetings a week, I think, around wow. the world. Wow! And, and he shared the principles of giver's gain. So something to really remember, giver's gain, by giving, and I hope this show does, ultimately um, things come back. And mm. And that's the way you should see networking—not trying to sell to people with your business card when you meet them, but looking at how you can help them. Uh, and I, th- I think that was a really important principle. And then we had—I um, yeah, think that's probably—yeah, I think there's some probably some key messages actually to it. Yeah, interesting.
4: I mean, net- networking itself, Chris, is is something that's obviously really practical. What what other practical information did the series include?
2: Well, we had do um, we have we had Angie Egan um, talking about romancing the customer angie 's got a lovely way about her she She really puts you at her ease and she 's developed this metaphor about relationships with customers being like a romance and you know if you if you kind of romance your customers and attract lovely customers who are loyal to you um, if you 're nice to <laughs> and mm. manage that process well, then they 're the great clients to have you know and you feel amazing, they feel amazing doing. You know, little things that like you might do with a partner in terms of you know nice sort of gifts and that are not you know designed to help but being in inventive and mm. d- daring to be different the way that you put your message on the bottom of your emails I always say sort of warm regards or or mine, but um, Angie uses keep shining so that was nice. nice and and then there was Mike Pagan, Mike is a productivity expert and i 've i honestly i've improved my productivity no end by uh, my experiences with mike i think my productivity is probably up a good 15 percent since i first met mike and if you if you, if you go to mike's site he's got something called a faffometer and if you print it out you can you know that's about um how are you using your time productively and and have a go with that and just mark out in the week um how you've used your time productively or not and that could be quite eye-opening now i think um Let's ask Dave a quick question. We've probably got about three minutes left, so I'm going to. Have you got a question for Dave? Because he's yeah.
4: Uh, Welcome, Dave. Um, Dave, just just out of interest, you know, I mean, Chris has talked about a lot of things here, but why why is this sort of material useful to you and your students?
3: Uh, yeah. Hello, hello, Stuart. Hello, Chris. Um, I mean, from a personal level, uh, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed listening to the to the shows. Chris has already mentioned that. Listening to some really inspirational speakers uh, is really a, an opportunity for you to to think about what's important to yourself and, and what you want to achieve and um, you know thinking about perhaps your own uniqueness. But from a, a student perspective, I mean the, the shows have been really helpful. Some of the content, we've just been chatting there about marketing and romancing customers. You know, I, I work with students in hospitality courses and, and events management courses. So certainly some of the speakers that have, have came on have, have talked about very relevant topics uh, to the types of things that are important to those students. And and it's given us lots of case studies as, as well. And I think Chris mentioned at the opening of the, the show that I contacted him to ask if I could actually put some of the, the podcasts up onto the, the student intranet because the students are encouraged to do lots of work around their own personal development, so maybe uh-huh. identifying some gaps. And um, and the shows have, have been very helpful for some of the students, again, listening to some very practical topics like networking and, and marketing and, and sales skills and and none more so than than goal setting and goal mapping.
4: Yeah, fantastic. I mean, just out of interest, Dave, how much personal development type of work is typically part of a um, course curriculum at university level?
3: Yeah, it was interesting hearing Chris earlier saying you know, it's not, not a big part of, of schools and, and in all honesty you, you might find at university level that there is a module or a component part uh, that students will be encouraged to do, sometimes at the formative years of their, their studies. Um, but it, it is certainly an area that is debated and discussed in, in education and, and in all honesty it's it's something that perhaps we, we haven't got right at, at this moment in time. And again, I think that's why some of these shows and some of these resources and some of these inspirational speakers are perhaps a little bit more powerful. Uh, you know, it's a lot of it in education is who the message comes from. Mm. Uh, and I think that's why some of these shows have, have, have been very, you know, effective. I know certainly I've passed one or two on to one or two students who commented that they, they enjoyed some of the, the speakers and, and did find them very helpful.
2: Fantastic. Hey, thanks, thanks very much for that Dave. That's <clears throat> really in, insightful. And I should probably also point out that um, not everybody on the show is a speaker, but most people do, um, have, you know, do a little bit of speaking as part of their business. And that's uh, you know, one way now, I guess, to communicate the message out or messages out to a lot of people. Um, but uh, we need to go over to a commercial break now and then we shall be back. Um, this is the final one of the show. So back again with you shortly. Thanks, guys.
3: in real estate stocks annuities and other investment vehicles that's the money answer show with jordan goodman on the voice america business channel every monday at 12 p.m pacific standard time
1: if you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization where can you turn to get the best advice and practices how about leadership matters with dr g our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters with Dr. G airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network.
0: Leave no stone fears behind And try to take the path, let's by That first step you take Is the longest ride
1: You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com That's info at bemoreachievemore.com now, back
2: to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. With uh, I've got uh, Stuart Powell and David Bassett on the show. And this is a, a summary show. And I'm going to pass back over to, uh, to Stuart Powell as uh, he's interviewing me today. Dave. Thanks,
4: Chris. Um, Dave, I'm actually going to come back to yourself if that's okay. Um, I understand, are, are you on Chris's Achiever program? Is that right?
3: Uh, yes, I, I am a, currently a, a member of, of Chris's Achiever program.
4: Right, okay. Great. H- how does being part of you know, like an ongoing study and accountability group like this help you and other people then um, sort of implement this, this kind of learning?
3: Yeah, that's. We, ironically, we we talked about this a, a little bit within the group recently, and about you know how we how we sort of benefited from the the group and and um and the format of the group. And so I think one of the the things that everybody was in agreement about was really the opportunity to to really sort of seek some advice and guidance and and support from from group members at different times. I know that one of the things I find fascinating is that. Everybody's development is, is a little bit like a roller coaster and, and there may be times of the year when, when certain individuals are sort of on a high and, and, and times of the year when other individuals might be facing some some tough challenging times and, and having the opportunity within the group to to seek advice and guidance and, and support is is great but also it's it's really inspirational. You have talked about that on the, the show today. It is really inspirational listening. To some of the people within the group, and, and some of the successes uh, that they're enjoying, and, and that can be, a, you know, can really help you know sort of kickstart your own development. There. I think the other big thing for myself is actually the structure of being part of the group. Uh, mm. Maybe I'm somebody that that needs to be part of a, a sort of a structured program of learning. I think that maybe Chris, Chris talked about it earlier. I, I probably am that person that would always find something on the, the television or, or another room in the house to clean or another job to do. And, and I think having some structure and, and also setting some goals and being accountable for those goals um, to, to other individuals within the group uh, and, and knowing that in, in a, a short amount of time you're going to be talking to these individuals again about your progress towards those goals. I've certainly found found that very helpful. I guess the last thing is, is simply the social aspect as well. It's, it's nice to, you know, we, we've got a, a meeting planned in the in the new year to set some new goals and, and sort of take part in, in one or two sort of social activities and, and certainly that side of, of things has is, is, is been very enjoyable for me too good good stuff, I was, I, that's
4: brilliant to hear and actually just um, with what you were saying there David reminded me of um, something I heard a few years ago which was somebody once said to me, "said Stuart you, if you hold yourself accountable to somebody else at the end of the day you are just less likely to let somebody else down than you are yourself and I think it's so true if if we don't share our, our, our goals or the things we're looking to achieve with somebody else then the only person that knows if I haven't done anything to start achieving them is me. And I can always let myself off the hook. So yeah, thank thanks for that, David. Reminded me of that. Um, Chris, so back to you. Um tell me, what what can we expect from the next series then?
2: Well, I think you can you can expect some some more great guests, obviously. Some uh, some different topics as probably as well as maybe some that we'll we'll go into in more detail some um, we've, we've we've got um, for the news show a guy called jeff ram who's a um, a fabulous marketeer who's gonna help us with uh, marketing um, we've also um, have agreed g- today a lady called joe simpson and joe is an expert on values so understanding our own values and how we can take those forward i have uh, media experts lined up and i think we'll have, have the you know the odd kind of uh, celebrity uh, on the show as well people with sporting histories and but people that we can as entrepreneurs that can help gi- uh, give us you know maybe some different perspectives some different ideas and some ways of doing things so even though we may have a ge- you know a guest who's achieved high in sport they also need to be you know have a, an expert in their field in, in a particular mm-hmm. topic that can bring value to the to the entrepreneur and I guess I'm you know I'm I'm committed to to working tirelessly to deliver excellent content because every time as I mentioned that we come out and do this show each week my brand is on the line you know my reputation's on the line and therefore what I want to do is shine the light on people that I I think represent the brand very well and will represent the interests of the audience really well and also say that you know, if you have subjects that you would like anybody who's listening me me to cover during this show, what I might I might well be able to do is create a show around this particular topic. So I just love it when people send me emails and and give feedback, and also you know. G- share ideas about how we could improve this because i just love it to add as much value to you as it possibly can so that that's it there'll be there'll be a lot of interesting guests next year there'll be a lot of new topics there'll be uh, some uh, ones that we've will expand on where we've already been but uh, expect an exciting 2012
4: <laughs> great stuff i was just about to say the one word i have To summarise all of that would uh, be—it sounds like it's going to be an exciting year. So, uh, so thanks very much for that, Chris. Um, I'd like to hand the show back to you now, just to summarise where we're at and and what's going to be happening moving forward. So, uh, great job, thank you.
2: Fantastic. Well, uh, basically, in the meantime, I'm going to be the show series finishes today. There will be some repeats over the next few weeks. Uh, And the reason for that is simply that I think I need a little bit of a break because I I do this show around all of my other work, but also I want to be able to plan 2012, which I've now committed to, to this show for the next year. As a channel, we're very keen to continue it, and I've enjoyed it. So um, what I want to do is plan this show with, with great guests for next year. So if you know people or you're listening to this and think, actually, I'd be a great guest for this show. Uh, I'm an expert in my field. Um, I I can bring some real expertise to this. Then why not contact me <clears throat> and into info at com. The other thing to say is a... A huge thank you to you guys as well for being on the show today. So that's really, really appreciated. I think, uh, Stuart, for your first hosting, you've done fabulous. And Dave, you've come across really well today. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Um, I should also probably mention, if anybody's sitting there and thinking, actually, I'd like to have my brand linked to the show, then do, do get in touch at info uh, at com. I'd also like to finally say, I think the next series, by the way, will start in, on the 13th of January. There's a chance if I find a great guest before then, we might start on the 6th. But at the moment, we're due to start again on the 13th with uh, Jeff Ram. Um, but I would love to say a big thank you to Voice America because you know, these guys do a fabulous job. Um, I'm so grateful to Chad and Brad, um, Chad, uh, the engineer on the show, uh, usually, also Mark Pace, the executive producer. Um, Randy Jackman and Jeff and the, the various people in Voice America who make this happen and are really, really committed to making sure these shows add lots and lots of value. So thank you to you all. I apologize if i have not mentioned everybody, but it's really, really appreciated. And do keep sending um, me comments on the wall at facebook.com slash be more achieve more so thank you very much everybody thanks very much guys and i look forward very much to speaking to you in the new year the, re- the show next week will be resilient with repeated with um with milos stankovic because we had some technical issues it didn't go live so have a wonderful uh, christmas and new year everybody
1: we thank you for listening to be more achieve more Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on The Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week! Thanks again for listening to the preceding program, brought to you on The Voice America Business Channel.